Hello, welcome to Tea Time. I'm your host, Layla, and um, today we don't have any special guests, but, well, you'll have to settle for just me. So, we're going to be talking about Africa. Um, like oh me giving you some like world geo explanation of africa this is like an actual african an african view of africa okay and i'm gonna get rid of common misconceptions and give you i'm gonna tell you what not to say to africans and what it's actually like being an african um so let's start off with the little background info i was born in the united states and well, I had always visited there when I was younger. I don't really remember this, but I probably went to school for like one year at a time and then came to the United States and I would go back a couple years later and stuff like that. But when I was, I was maybe 10, nine, nine or 10, I relocated to Nigeria. That's where my family's from. My parents were born there, grandparents, so on and so forth. Um, I relocated there and I lived there Till I was about 12 or 13 and then I came back to the United States uh, I don't speak the language but I do understand it uh, and my Nigerian accent is really bad but I haven't been there a couple years so I don't blame myself for that so let's start off with what not to say to an African or slash unpopular opinions number one Like, the, the Black Panther, although it was a good movie, I mean, their, their accents were a little bit off, but it, everyone that is not African now takes the liberty to pretend like they are and come up to me and tell me their African accents and be like, have you been to Wakanda? And their African accents are so bad, that's the thing. And they're like, I'm from Wakanda. Oh, Layla, you've been to Wakanda, you're African. So on and so forth. And I'm like, leave me alone. Like, who are you? Like, you are literally some like Hispanic kid. Go sit down. You're not African. Can you please leave me alone with your bad African accent? Stop acting like you're my cousin or something. Like, ugh, that, the Black Panther, you tried, but you just, you made it harder. You really did. Second thing not to say is my grandma's, uncle's, pet's, neighbor's babysitter uh, who met a girl one time that went to Africa. She went to Africa. Did you know that? Like, it, see, you might not understand it because what I just said probably didn't make a lot of sense, but it's like people come up to me and they ask me if I'm like African and I'd be like, yeah, I'm Nigerian. And then they decide that it's important to tell me that someone like 70, 70 relationships removed went to Africa one time or know someone who's African. I'm like, okay, like, do you expect me to know them? Do you expect me to like relate to you? Like, cause it doesn't. If you do that to someone, I'm sure they find it annoying because it is like, I do not care that your best friend's wife's husband, uh, second husband, sorry, daughter's son's pet, babysitter uh who had another son who had a cousin who got who grew up and got married went to africa one time 
Next one, you are pretty for an African or a dark skin. I'm like, what? what is that supposed to be? Like, <laughs> so because are you saying that dark skins are generally ugly? Because I'm pretty sure that there are people that people would not find attractive in every single skin tone. But you're pretty for an African, okay? And I'm sure I'm pretty for an American too. This one is hair petting. And I'm sure that like people mean it from like a good way. Like, you know, they're trying to be nice or something like that. So they like try to stroke your hair. But first of all, please do not come up to me and ask like, oh my gosh, or no, not even ask. When people ask me to touch my hair, I'm like, okay, sure, why not? But they just come and they start petting me and they're like, oh, it feels so different. I'm like, yes, because it is different. Now, why, why are you touching me again? Like, I can't remember who you are. Can you tell me why your hands are like knee deep into my scalp? Serious problem. Speaking of hair, another thing that annoys me, I just remembered, is when <clears throat> uh, people are like, your hair is fake, or, or oh, it feels fake, or uh, at least my hair is real, your fake hair, and I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, sure, I literally told you that I bought this hair, so what, it's fake, why are you pretending like white girls don't wear hair extensions too? Like, I, I really don't understand. Like, your hair is fake. That's what people that quote unquote friends would always say to me. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Ugh, that, that just really annoys me. People are like, your hair is fake. And I'm like, did I ever say it was real? Or that's not your, that's not your hair. It is my hair. I bought it for six pack, for $6 a pack. Like, don't come for me. No, thanks. Ugh. Things not to say. So next, we will talk about what it's like being African. And people, people like to believe that like Africa is some beat down place with like huts everywhere and like dirt and everybody's poor and fighting everywhere. But that's that's not how. I mean, I'm sure in some areas, I'm 100% sure in some areas it is like that, but in, uh, there are pretty well-developed areas. Like when I lived there, I lived in... I lived in my Goji area, that was like the quote-unquote rich neighborhood. It was pretty well-developed. I mean, the only thing that like really differentiated was the roads aren't paid well and there isn't electricity 24 7 which is kind of tough when you're like taking a shower and then the lights just go off yeah that that was pretty unfortunate Uh, but anyway let's talk about what it's like being african actually i'm gonna change it to be like what it's like being an african african american not like an african-american black person but like an african person that is african-american like for real african-american so first of all, Africans throw the best parties. I do not care what anybody says. You have not lived till you have gone to an African party. Like, ooh, 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 like, oh my gosh, they are so fun. Anybody who wants to come to me to the next African party, you should because they are so fun. Music, like African music is so good. Not like American boy band pop. It's like, 
that, that's music that you dance to. That's real music right there. Go listen to some African music you haven't lived yet. Go to an African party you haven't had fun yet. Like, ooh, just just go to one. Everyone, if you haven't been to an African party, go track down somebody and go tell them to invite you to their best friend's wedding when they get older. Trust me, you won't regret it. Second one, African parents beat their children. When people are like, oh, um, my parents will beat me, or, uh, and I'm not talking about like people that actually have child abuse, I'm talking about like spankings, but like, no, spanking does not, spanking does not qualify. Like, what African parents do, that is not under spanking. No, 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 no. Okay, Hispanics are like, my parents will get the chancla. Yeah, okay, I get that, but like, <laughs> you have not been hurt until your mom gets okay there's this stick uh, there's an african dish called uh well there's eba and there's amala but so to prepare those or there's pounded yam we'll go with pounded yam to prepare that you have to have this like thick stick and you like it's not even like a stick you get from a tree it's like let's say you take the, what is that part called the center is the trunk and you just cut like a little pole from it like a one foot pole and it's maybe two inches thick one inch what yeah it's like one inch thick and it's like uh six inches long okay and they have that so it's like for real a stick stick okay you have not lived it's called an omorobu oh my gosh look at me i'm speaking like okay so they take that and they beat it on your head. Oh, it hurts so bad. One thing my mom likes to do, she likes to, um, not only does she like to pinch, but she likes to knock on your head as if you're a door. Like, you know when you're knocking on your on your door and like there's supposed to be people inside, but apparently they're asleep or like they don't come and you get angry and you start banking. Mm, mm, mm. It hurts, it hurts so bad. Oop, belts. I remember one time my brother got in trouble at school and my dad literally beat him with two belts at once. Uh, yeah, not fun. Ooh, another time at school, uh, these two kids, they had fought and they knelt down. You know those like meter sticks that your teacher uses to like tell you, okay, go measure out your the length of your body or something like that. It was like that, but thicker and a lot sturdier. My teacher, she broke it on this kid's back and you heard that like, <laughs> But I wasn't sure if that was the spine or the stick. Like, that kid had never cried before, and that day he could not stop. Like, Africa's literally wild. But for all you people out there that are like, that's child abuse, or like, um. So that's not safe and that's not right. Well, it really isn't, okay? There are people that are actually being abused and get beat up every day. No, this is just what happens when you get in trouble, okay? Like, you don't, uh, like, you're rude or something like that. Then this happens to you, so just don't be rude. Like, it's really not abuse. It's, just, it's punishment, okay? Just maybe slightly extreme. Uh, ooh, oh, this one happened recently. So every Saturday, uh, I've been going to, like, this African-type school thing. Uh, that's not too important but this guy it's it's literally run by nigerians so this guy he comes out and he has a cane but not like a walking cane it's just like a really long like narrow stick that you know when you like whip your belt through the air and you hear the it's that it's like that
air so fast that you can literally hear like its movement waves like that stick does that uh it's called a cane but not like you know like a walking cane anyway so this guy uh, boys and girls are separated so this guy was like walking through the boys side and there are like people sitting everywhere and he just starts whipping everyone left and right like he's walking he's like he's walking down the path so he's getting married and he's just whipping everyone in his path and he's like you want a chop game sweet come take a bite and then he's just Ugh, like <laughs> freaking beats them and uh, it's so funny but like oh it hurts africans be wild oh another punishment your parents will like make you kneel down but then Actually, for boys, what my mom did was she didn't make him kneel down. She made him, he put one finger on the ground. So his index finger was on the ground and he had to stand on one leg and he had to raise his other leg in the air until she said, stop. If you fell, that's five strokes right there. Left, right, left, right, left, right. You're crying, you fall again. It's Anyway, let's move on from this topic. Oh, okay, this one. Also, another thing that parents do, girls are, like, kind of tossed to the side, but, like, not really. Uh, I mean, parents obviously still love their children, obviously, but boys are favored, you know? Like, they treat boys like princes, and they're like, oh, uh, you come sit down, let me serve you, because then you don't have to clean or cook, because you're gonna have a wife one day that's gonna cook for you, but, oh, Layla, no, you have to go, go clean, go cook. Or I'll bring my plate to be served, and she'll be like, serve yourself. Uh, I mean, I know that she has no harmful intentions. She just wants me to, like, uh, by shaming my mom. She wants me to, like, you know, grow up because I have to cook and clean for my husband. But when I was younger, I literally felt like I was, like, just growing up to become some man's slave. So that, I think that aspect should go, and, like, everybody should be forced to work, just maybe girls uh a little bit more not necessarily actually everyone can learn how to cook because before boys get married they're gonna live on their own will they not so i don't think that's fair another thing is accelerated high school so people and i don't mean this to like toot my own horn but like people say that i'm like really smart or not really smart because people think i'm smart right and that's because in nigeria the school system is really accelerated like i was in well, let's see, it was year seven there. So it would probably be like uh, fifth grade here. I was in like fifth grade and I was doing physics, chemistry, biology, uh, design and technology, uh, business classes, uh, meanwhile doing math, English. Uh, what else did we have? We had a lot of classes. Oh, we had religious studies because um, I went to a private school because all the public schools there are not really that good. So we had religious studies, then we had health, um, and then we also had PE. And then we had this thing called Fishy. We did all of those classes every day. And see, when I went to Nigeria, that's when I realized like, I want to like actually try because uh, before that I was like an average student but then you know you had to actually fight to be noticed so you know in order to be like number one I would work super duper hard maybe that's why I'm smart nowadays because I learned so much back then I'm actually supposed to be a junior in high school but I'm only a freshman my friend she's my age we lived in Nigeria together 
then she moved to the US and then I moved here like a year later and then we got caught up a couple of, after like a year or two. Um, she is a junior right now and she's only 14. Yep. Okay, next one. I just remember that there was this one light-skinned kid. Oh my gosh, I was in love with him too. I mean, he was Italian. He was like, my name is Daniele Brighetti. I remember one time we were like on the bus going somewhere and I fell asleep and he let me put my head on his shoulder. And I, when I woke up, I had like died because I was like, oh my gosh, Daniele, let me, some just random girl put my head on his shoulder. Oh my gosh. I was like, oh, he's my boyfriend now. No, we already know that I have a problem with saying that people like me when they obviously don't. Anyways, next is... The language that my mom speaks is Yoruba. Um, I don't know how to speak it, as I said before. Um, but they say the rudest things in Yoruba. And like... The tone and with the accents, like the way the words are accented, you didn't have to understand it to understand, to think that words are so hurtful. Like, not even, but if you want to insult somebody, my mom, she can literally go off that you'll be crying and you wouldn't even understand a word that she said. Like, she will like call people like monkeys, pigs. Honestly, she even calls me that sometimes when she's upset, but you know, it's okay. It's okay, right? Anyways, next, delicious food. African food, so good. So, so, so good. Nigerian food, oh my gosh, so good. Suya, oh, I was talking to this one kid the other day, David. And he was talking about the time he lived in Nigeria. He was like, after every soccer practice, I had shawarma. And, because uh, I was, I asked him if he had ever eaten shawarma before. And y'all, shawarma, so good. Not like American shawarma or like a gyro, no. Gyros, not the same, okay? You have never, go to, go hit your plane, go to Nigeria, and then look up shawarma 01 or 01, and you will know what food tastes like. Besides shawarma, there's suya. It's like, it's a kebab, but it's not a kebab because, well, it's meat on a stick, okay? But it's like coated in like this like flaky, peppery thing. I don't know, just search up Suya, S-U-Y-A. You'll see pictures. It is so good. It has onions. Even if you don't like onions, you will love the way Suya tastes because it is like, ooh, perfection. Oh, just all Nigerian food in general, just so good. Can't lie. Eba, like a uh, agusi. Uh, amala, pounded yam, plantain, okra, uh, what, vegetable soup, ofada, ooh, go get some ofada, rice, jollof rice, white rice, all kinds of things, just delicious, literally just, ooh, I'm, I'm getting hungry just talking about this. Okay, next we're going to talk about hair salons, African hair salons, I have never cried more in my life than when I get my hair done. so horrible like it's like they purposefully just make it's like oh i say it's like a lot don't i anyway
So it's as if they are braiding just to see how long it will last you cry. It is air. You have never experienced, like, well, maybe childbirth is worse than getting your hair braided, but getting your hair braided, oof, it hurts. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people have, have this question because a lot of people ask me all the time, like, how long it takes me. Box braids, if you don't know what these are, search it up. Um, they take about six hours. I remember one time I was in a hair salon and I went there like seven in the morning and I left at like 10 at night. Like it was, I don't know why it took so long, but it did. And I hated it. I remember as my parents came to pick me up, I ran to the bathroom and cried for like 10 minutes because it hurt like, and it took so long. So it takes that long for cornrows. It'll probably take no longer than two hours. Uh, for other hairstyles, I don't care enough to give enough. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, let's see. If you get a sew-in, that'll maybe take you an hour. Same with crochet. Like, those two don't take as long, but a lot of people get box braids, and it takes forever. And, you know, I'm always too afraid to, like, tell them that I need to, like, get up to use the bathroom or that my legs hurt or that my head hurts. So I just sit there in pain holding my pee for 12 hours. Well, more like six, okay? For like six hours. Oh, and it's worse when they don't even let you sleep. They like make you help them like separate the hair. So you have to endure through the pain and then not even get to get some sort of relief by going to bed. But anyways, I was talking about African hair salons. It's painful. Also, I remember sometimes they like, so they just like turn your head any way they want it to. It's like they're braiding, they're braiding it so tight that your scalp is like tender and feels like it's being ripped off. And yet they... Oh, because, it, sorry, this is a little segue, but um, the way they detangle it too, like our hair is kinky, not curly, but it's kinky, which means that the curls are like very tightly wrapped coils and you can't use a fine tooth comb on our hair because it just messes things up and it's way too painful because kinky hair gets on a like no man's business. But they just, they take the smallest fine tooth comb they could ever find and they decide to rip it through every single strand of your big afro head. And it's like, you have this kind of hair too, why are you doing this to me? Like, no, don't, don't do that. So they, like your hair, your scalp is basically on fire. And then they decide to like push your head to the left, push your head to the right, turn your head 180 degrees when it doesn't even turn that way. Um, just to like get the right way instead of telling you, hey, will you please turn your head to the right? Nope. You just break your neck if they have to. And that is also some people. And sometimes they like, when they want to do the back of your head, if they're standing in front of you or like you have a style Let's say you're doing a ponytail and they want to braid it up to the center of your head. They will turn your head and like put your head in their lap. And some of them, I remember sometimes like these ladies smelled so bad. And I'm like, please, like, let me breathe. I remember just feeling suffocated by having to shove my head in front of, uh, in between some stinky ladies' legs. <laughs> that sounds so wrong and so horrible, but it's like it's so true i'm sorry oh my gosh i okay this segment is way too long um for those of you non-africans i hope you had um a good experience learn new things and maybe you won't repeat some of the mistakes i i just told you about oh also in 2019 and years to come if anyone ever listens to this 
I'm cutting the racist jokes. Like, I'm sorry, but they're not funny. I don't know who told you that they were, but they aren't. So let's stop, okay? You do not need to tell, you do not need to turn off the lights and be like, huh, where's Layla? Somebody actually said that to me today. And I'm like, you're not funny. And then he tried to talk to me like two minutes afterwards. And I'm like, what, what is wrong with you? Honestly, what, what is wrong with you? And people should not say the N-word. I mean, if you're black, I don't really know if that's even acceptable, but just like, Hispanics and white people coming up to me and saying the N-word. I'm like, who are you? Like, no, that's not cool. No, you don't get a pass. No, like, leave me alone. So racism, even if it's supposed to be quote-unquote funny, not a thing in 2019. I'm sorry. Um, anyways, that's wrapping it up. So don't do what I said not to. Uh, and hope you now know what it's like being African. Maybe you'll appreciate African people more. I was going to say Africanism, but I'm pretty sure that's not a thing. So anyways, uh, this has been Tea Time. Hope you had a good time. Tune in next week. I'm sorry that this episode is up late, even if anyone's not like actually subscribing and is like waiting. But yeah, I'm sorry it's up late. I was just busy with school and every night I got home, I was like, I'm too lazy to record. But hope you had a good time listening. Thank you so much. See you next week. Peace.